I'm Luke. And I'm Ollie. And we love our sport, don't we? Yes, we do. I've been lucky enough to work in sport and volunteer in a few different sports and really love watching my two young boys, including Oliver right next to me, participate in a whole range of different sports and seeing the joy and excitement that that provides them. And I'm Molly and I'm a total sports nut and love all sports. And we hope you enjoy our podcast. Welcome to One Hand, One Bounce. I'm here with Oliver. Hello, listeners. Also here with Maggie, the cat. Yeah. Well, don't know how long, but we'll mm, see. Not sure what she's doing. So, this is our Commonwealth Games special episode. Yeah. Now, we did actually record um, a few days ago during the middle of the Commonwealth Games. We record an episode, but we weren't really happy with it because yeah. we were quite tired. Well, it was six o'clock in the morning, so it kind of makes sense. Yes. So we ditched that. That's one of the very few times that we've done that. We've ditched a recording. So we thought we'd wait till the end of the games and we've had a bit better sleep and we'd go through our favourite moments of the games and talk about some of the the good things Mm. that happened. And also, we won't record for another few weeks at least. Because we'll be quite busy, so... We do have some things on the next couple of weeks, but we might get to that a bit later. So today we are going to focus on the Commonwealth Games that have just finished up in the last couple of days. And we're also going to just quickly touch on some of the other sports news from around the world. But the bulk of this episode will be about Commonwealth Games. Mm -hmm. So we'll get into it. Um, Where do you want to start, Oliver? I don't know. What? were your highlights of the games? Um, I don't think there was really any highlights. They were all highlights. You did watch a fair bit, didn't you? Yeah, So I can't really pick any one. The time zone, as we just alluded to, the time zone wasn't great for us. And yeah. we might get to in a moment the 2024 Olympic Games is going to be very similar. At least... And the 2026 Com Games time zone will be absolutely terrible. If you're in England. Yeah. It'd be good if you're in Australia because they're in Australia. Yeah, and even better for us because even if you're like in Perth, two hours difference, but for us, no difference. Well, hopefully we might try and get there, mate. Yeah. That would be ideal. So, yeah, um, time zone wasn't great. So we did stay up to sort of eight thirty nine o'clock... Um, most evenings, a little bit longer on weekends, and then some mornings, well, most mornings you were up at sort of 5.30, quarter to 6, Yeah. weren't you? Yeah. And there was a couple of mornings where we got up together, such as um, the one where we did record um, an episode, but we, we haven't used that audio, and that morning we watched, was it that the morning Ariane Titmus won the... 800. 800 freestyle? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So she did the 200, 400, 800 combo. That's pretty good. Yeah. Gold in each. And we watched the mixed medley relay. Yeah. That's quite interesting to watch, isn't it, with the different tactics? Because it's... Talk me through that, how it works. So what what do you mean how it works? Well, what... So it's a mixed medley. Yeah. So there's the four swimming strokes... Over 100 metres? With the two different genders. Yeah, so two males, two females. Yeah. And But each team gets to decide 
Which, which one is one by who? Yeah. So it could be you could go two females to begin with and two males to bring it home, or you can go the other way around or anything in between. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting because you don't really know who's winning because some teams might go a female early on and others yeah. go a male and then they've got a bit of a lead. But yeah, then you that... should have seen like South Africa. They were in the lead for so far because they had their two males first. Well, I'm pretty sure this was right, but then they finished like sixth. Mm. Yeah. Because they had their two females last. Yeah. Yeah. And on that morning, we also watched the three on three basketball men's gold medal game. Yeah. Talk us through that. Um, Australia lost. Well, they won silver. Yeah. Well, they lost the match, though. <laughs> they did lose the match, yes. In overtime. Yeah. And they had a shot from the two-point line, which is the normal three-point line. So it's different scoring, isn't it? One point for a normal basket and two points outside the arc. And Australia had a shot and it bobbled off the ring a couple of times and just went out. And they would have won won with that shot. And then they come and score a two-pointer. And then England scored a two-pointer and it was all over. Yep. Mm. Uh, Well, that's sport. But, speaking of teams, our Australian teams did really well when you look yeah. at it, didn't they? So our beach volleyball men won gold, our women won silver, our hockey men won gold, our women won silver, our netball women won gold, our cricket women won gold. Uh, what have I missed? Basketball um, we just touched on. We won, four, we won three medals in basketball yep. out of the four events. A gold, a silver and a bronze. Yeah. Right? Yep. So that's still pretty good. And then in the... um. Well, I don't know what I was going to say. We had women's double table tennis, one silver. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Wim- we- um, women's singles table tennis, one bronze. Mm, but I was talking about teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, cycling, some of our teams won gold in some of the events and, yeah. and other medals. Yeah. There's but- another team sport that I forgot. Rugby sevens? Oh, yeah. Our women won gold? Yeah, our men come fourth. And our women won gold, which was actually the first time they won Com Games gold, even though they'd won Olympic gold previously. Yeah. So that sort of completed the set for them. Yeah. Right, and where did things finish up on the medal tally? Uh, Australia come first. Yes. So we ended up only winning two more medals in England because the first half of the Congos we were quite a bit ahead, but we knew that we'd be much stronger in the pool than on the athletics track and halfway through the games, the swimming finishes and the athletics starts. So England did pull it back and at one stage I think they're only like three golds behind. And then we, yeah, one day we had zero golds, but the next we had like ten. So we ended up beating... The gold, beating them on the gold medal tally by 11 or 10, 10 or 11. Mm. But overall, we had two more medals than they did. So, yeah. Yeah. So, very good by Australia. Um, yeah, we got off to a flyer and then we sort of but held But England on. are pretty similar to us. They're a lot better in the pool than on the athletics track. Yeah, they won a few more golds on the athletics track. Yeah, but still, 
And what else happened, mate? What are some of the other um, highlights from the games? Well, we haven't talked about athletics yet, like the medals. Yeah, um, we did. We actually we did pretty well. I think we won ten gold and ten silver and four bronze. Well, we've actually got it right here, don't we? We've yeah. got the break up of what we won. So athletics, yeah, ten gold, ten silver, four bronze. Yeah, but the pool we won twenty five gold, twenty one silver, and nineteen bronze. And cycling, we did really well when you look at it. eleven gold, three silver, three bronze. We won eight bronze in the judo. Really. Yeah. Oh, so we did two gold, zero <laughs> silver, eight bronze. Wow. So, but those three, um, swimming, cycling, and athletics, we were our best performing. That they're yeah. the only three to get double figures gold. Wow. And they were also our most medals. So swimming, ridiculous, sixty five medals. Yeah, well, it kind of makes sense because they're three sports that all have a lot of events. That's a good point. Like, we, we're we really good in the team sports based off how many events. Like, for example, hockey only has two events, whereas swimming has, like, 50. Yeah, it's funny looking at, like, netball. One gold, zero silver, zero bronze. Well, there's only one medal on offer, or, like, one gold on offer, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, so you can't say we did bad in netball. Same with cricket T20. Yeah, um, and probably some other... Surprises for me, anyway. I'm I'm not an expert by any means, but gymnastics: four gold, five silver, three bronze. That feels like a really good effort. Yeah. Judo, you mentioned to get ten medals. Diving, we're normally pretty good at. So yeah. Four gold, three silver, and three bronze seems about right. Yeah. Um, and that they were all the. We did top okay in table sports. tennis as well. Yeah, one gold, three silver, two bronze. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Well, some of my highlights, so I wanted to come to the table here with my moment of the games, but I've narrowed it down to five moments, and I can probably I can probably rank them in order in a minute, but my five moments, so halfway through the games, I would have said Jess Stenson winning the marathon was mm-hmm. my moment of the games. Fantastic effort, very emotional scenes, her winning, um, she's a mother... She's had a long career and as a long-distance runner, you do tend to get better with age. Um, so I should be on the right track then. Um, no, I thought it was a fantastic performance. A challenging course. Quite, yeah. Quite hilly. Not not big hills, but short, sharp hills, which is quite unusual for a marathon course. In a, in a common games or Olympic games, you don't normally have lots of hills. Yeah. So I thought she did really well to break away and she was challenged um so to win gold well done to her so mm-hmm. that was sort of my moment in the first half of the games but then ollie hall oh yeah win gold in the 1500 i did i watched that mm-hmm. i was it was actually up in launceston which we'll talk about in a minute for the tasmanian netball league grand finals um and yeah managed to watch that uh, that that evening and mm. yeah it was a, that was a fantastic moment just the way he he put himself in the mix in the race and then the last thirty meters or so he just pipped pipped the guys on the line and and he he's only the second Australian to win gold in that event in the Commonwealth Games after and I reckon Elliott. and I reckon Stuart McSwain would have got a medal he would have been in the mix if because he was like to, he's him and Ollie Hoare are pretty like. 
close to each other. They've over the last few years they've each broken the Australian record at least once. So. Yeah. Yep. So that's right up there for me. Um, Di Rosario. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've pronounced. I that think correctly. that's how you pronounce it. Winning the wheelchair marathon. And then the fifteen hundred meters, she won as she well. She won that as well. Which is a big difference, I guess. When you're in a wheelchair, it's not as much difference as being. Like a runner. An able-bodied runner, yeah, but still pretty amazing. Like, and with the marathon, I don't know if you actually heard, mate, but there was an issue with her chair, so she cable-tied yeah. it together. Yeah, I heard that. And it, she was worried if it was actually going to make it, but it did, and she won. They do very fast times for the wheelchair marathon. Like, I think she did it in, like, one fifty six. Mm. which is very, very, very fast. Yeah. Faster than, like... Human, normal, undisabled people can run it. Able-bodied. Yeah, yes. able-bodied. Yeah. Um, the next moment I had, and I've actually just added two more moments, so I've got seven <laughs> uh, The next moment was the Australian Diamonds winning the netball. Now, listeners will know that I'm involved in netball as, yeah. a, as an administrator. So I'm a little bit connected to the sport in that capacity. Um, I'm certainly not claiming any any recognition for the win, but what I'm trying to say is I've become much more of a fan over the last year or so and mm-hmm. watched um, a few of those games where the, the time zone allowed and watched the pool game against Jamaica where we got beaten. Yeah. And, and they really I th- felt like they had our measure. So to bounce back and win the semi-final against England... And, then, and, and we were challenged in that game as well. And then to win the final when we were, we again were challenged, I thought it was a fantastic effort. Well, um, just saying about England in general and also the cricket, England didn't medal in both the cricket and the netball that they were probably a very, very good chance to get gold. They lost the bronze medal in both to New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so in the cricket it was Australia, India, New Zealand, and in the netball it was Australia, Jamaica, New Zealand. That's right. So well done, Jamaica. That was the first time they made it to the gold medal match, and you'd argue that they were nearly favourites in going to that game. But um, yeah, and the, the other piece to that is that eight of the diamonds had not played at Commonwealth Games previously out of the twelve. Yeah. So whilst they're experienced at national level, and um, you know, in the Suncorp Super Netball mm. League, but also at international level, many of them had played quite a few games for Australia, but just mm. had not made it to Commonwealth Games. So they they experienced yeah. group without being experienced at the Commonwealth Games, if well, that makes sense. Yeah, nothing compares to the Commonwealth Games because you've also got all the other sports and all the countries that are ranked... Yeah. Like, you're not just playing one country and, like, you're not playing in someone's hometown usually, except for England, obviously, but, like... Yep. Not playing at home usually. Hmm. So that's moment number four. Number five is not really a moment, but Emma McKeon. (laughs) Emma, a person. (laughs) Yeah. A person of the games. Well, becoming the most... um, successful Commonwealth Games athlete in history. Yeah. Is that right? Have I put that right? She won the most... She's now won the most gold medals out of any mm. athlete in from any country. Yeah. And the most medals. Um, Full stop. She's talking about Paris 2024. I'm just putting it out there. I reckon 
It will be her last big event, but I reckon she can make it to Victoria 2026. Well, yeah, you'd have to wonder. Like, I don't know how got, old she it's is. It's Com Games at, in her home country, so do it's you, not... Do you know how old she is? She wouldn't be. She'd be, like, 27, I reckon, or something. Let's let's look at that. Like, up, swimmers so. retire latest at, like, 33 or 32. That's the latest. Yeah. Emma McKellen, here we go, we're looking it up. She is... <laughs> she is... 28, and she's yeah. from Wollongong. So, it's pretty close to her home, and she will be 32. Mm. So, in Wollongong's um, south of Sydney, but still, it's yeah. like... It's only well, it's a lot easier for family to get there and yeah. watch her and have yeah. family and friends and, there. like, retire in front mm. of her home. Home yeah, your home country. Well, that's interesting. We'll see. Well, speaking of that, that's a good segue to one of my other moments. So yeah. now up to moment number six, the Hockey Roos winning oh, gold, yeah. winning 7-0 in the <laughs> final against India. So they've won every gold since hockey came into the Commonwealth Games in 1998 and they've only lost one match in that entire time <laughs> at Commonwealth Games. Eddie Ockenden, Tasmanian, who was the flag bearer at the opening ceremony. Yeah. That's his fourth Commonwealth Games gold. Yeah. And he's talking about he wants to try and go on to Paris in 2024. Yeah. And he hasn't ruled out 2026 Victoria, where he'd be 39, I think they said. Yeah, but a bit like Emma McCain, home, like, he's obviously from, do you know where he's from in Tasmania? Yeah, he's from Hobart, Hobart region. So he's only from, he's only, like, regional Victoria isn't that far away. So, mm. like, it wouldn't be hard for all his family to get there and, like, again, yeah. same case. Yep. So, yeah, interesting to see what those two athletes do and there's be, there'd be many other stories like that as well. Yeah. Um, last moment in mm. my top seven now, as we're calling it, Matt Gleitzer. Oh, yeah. He um, had a big crash early on in the, the track uh, in one of the events and had yeah. to get... Um, surgery to get splinters out of his elbow. Yeah. He then came back to race. Um, I can't remember exactly which event it was, but he he thought he won bronze. Mm-hmm. He then got stripped of the bronze because he on a technical sort of issue he he bumped into a rider and they have a line that you're not allowed to go above or below depending on which side you're on. So I believe it was the right decision, but you know still a harsh way to to not yeah. win the medal that he had actually thought he'd won. Then he came back a few days later and won gold <gasps> in another event. So great perseverance from him. Oh, mm-hmm. and also he, he had different handlebars. There was yeah. some story about they, yeah, they they'd were. used handlebars, but then they were worried that they weren't strong enough or well, something. Well, I so reckon they... it was safety one, something happened in Tokyo, but I think there was pretty much a serious crash, crash every day there at the was, Velodrome. There was... Yeah, not involving Australians, but there was a crash where someone ended up in the crowd. Yeah. They went uh, over the fence. Including Matt Gleitzer's, and I think there was another one with Australia. There was a crash pretty much every day. Yeah. Um. So, well done to him. Great, you know, yeah. great perseverance with all those things going wrong and then the handlebars issue. So, just to um, explain further, the, the handlebars that they ended up using were not suited to the event that he was in and they thought that that might cost him you know a second or two in time but he still which managed is to a go. lot in cycling that's a heap yeah that's right so they're my seven moments of the games 
Yeah. And if I had to sort of narrow it down, I'd probably, I'd probably flip a coin between Jess Stenson and Ollie Hoare as my favourite moment of the games. But mm-hmm. lots of great moments there. And then there's some other special mentions, things that we didn't even put in the the top seven there. Um, Georgia Baker, the Tasmanian, won three gold. Yeah. Um, she won the points race. She won the team pursuit. And she won the road race, yeah, which so, really is a team event. Yeah, she, you, yeah, we watched the end of it on Sunday night, and all the team. No, was it Monday night? No, Sunday. Sunday, yeah. And all the teams were just like at the end, like you could see about three or four main teams, and they're all just working together to get their best rider That's up right. front. Yeah. Um, Stubbledy Cook in the pool. Um, yeah. He did really well. He won a couple of gold, didn't he? Yeah, I yep. think he won. He won the hundred meter. No, he won the two hundred meter, and then he won a few, one or two relays. Yeah. And then he won a few medals in the fifty meter and a hundred. I think mm. he may have won gold in the hundred. Um, Kylie McEwen. Oh yeah. Or McKeon. McEwen. McEwen. She won it. She won um gold in the two hundred one hundred. I think she medalled in the fifty meter backstroke or mm. backstroke, but then she got um a silver from lane one in the two hundred individual medley. Whew, that's a fair. And effort. they said breaststroke was where she like made up and secured the medal. Yeah, and when she's a backstroke. So yeah. They said she must be getting tips from her sister because her sister was also at the ah, conference and she's breaststroke, yes. And she's retired now. Yeah. Yeah, she did well. I don't think she got a medal, but she got to the final, I think. Yeah. I could be wrong. Um, and then a couple of other moments from the pool. Uh, Kyle Chalmers won the 100 oh, metre yeah. freestyle. A lot of talk around him and some yeah, off-field or out-of-the-pool uh, mm-hmm. things going on, but... Um, well done to him to you know push through all that mm-hmm. and win the hundred free, and the women's four by two hundred meter freestyle. Oh, world record! That was early on in the games. You'd called that your moment of the games, hadn't you? Yeah, and also, um, they broke the common game, the Commonwealth Games record by like fifteen seconds, and then they broke the world record by a second. And Emma McKean, who we we're just talking about, pulled out very very late. And the slow swimmer right. was in replace for her. So they could have went like three or four seconds faster. Mm. And she would have had another gold medal. <laughs> or maybe she's saving herself for 2026. <laughs> but... Very good. Was there any other moments of the Com Games or any other general Not really. thoughts that you wanted to cover before we no. wrap up some other sports news? Not really. Just bring on 2024 and bring on 2026? Yeah. Yeah. No, we really enjoyed the Commonwealth Games, didn't we? Despite the time zone issues. Mm. Um, pretty decent coverage, I thought, by Channel 7. Yeah. Could always be improved a little bit, um, but reasonably good. Um, the Channel 7 app's good. Doesn't, well, it's doesn't not work good on our TV, but we're able to watch it on phone and iPad and so forth, so... Uh, it's good that you can use what? that app to you know, watch, watch what you want to watch. Sport yeah. And it's free. And replays as well. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, no, we thoroughly enjoyed the Com Games. And, yeah, now we can uh, sleep in a little bit more. <laughs> All right. So, there's been some other 
sport going on, of course. But there's not, not actually heaps. No heaps. No, a lot well, of sports I guess, do. I guess, yeah, I guess pretty much all, like, the secondary sports and a few of the main sports have got the con games. So. Mm. Uh, so, local footy and soccer. Firstly, just wanted to go to a, a Charlie goal watch. So, Charlie, your brother, he's knocked in a few goals this season across soccer and footy, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really love this segment, don't you? Yes. So, cut, going back a couple of weeks, he managed to score four goals in soccer mm-hmm. and two goals in footy, one of which we saw before we had to go to oh, your yeah. game. Tor- that... Little torpedo goal. Yeah. That was a pretty good effort. Yeah. And then this week he also scored two goals yeah, in footy. Yeah, I'm... I missed How many... his games because of netball, but yes, he got he didn't score in soccer, which was actually good that he. I mean, it sounds silly, but normally he scores quite a few goals for his team. But it was good to see. Again, I wasn't there. But, I wasn't there, so. But I his team know. won. Team, sorry, his team. Well, I think they won, but his team scored three goals, and he didn't score yeah. any. So that yeah, was, they won three one. That was good, uh, but he. Did score... Two goals in footy. Two goals in footy. And he also played a second game of footy. He played for your team. Yeah. So he played... He's seven and he plays under eights footy and he played for under tens. Yeah. And he went okay from what mum said? Oh, yeah, I think he went all right. Well, that was good that he got a game. Because the other team were short some players. Was that right? No, they had extras. Oh, sorry, they had extras. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. that, so that meant you guys were a little bit short compared to them. So yeah. Charlie got the gig. Um, and so that's soccer and footy wrapped up for you because yeah. we're going away for a couple of weeks. So we'll miss yeah. the end of soccer season. Yeah. And, and footy's done. And footy's did finish last weekend. So yeah. Charlie's done with footy, but he'll be back for, for the a, last for the game, last game so. of soccer. Yeah. Um, but your soccer team had a really good result. Yeah. Because you've had a bit of a challenging season, um, but you managed to draw three all on Saturday. Yeah. That was a really good result. Yeah, it was. Great reward for all the effort you guys have been putting in Mm because you have been working really hard to get better as a team and you definitely have been improving, so good to get a a good Mm -hmm. result on the board. Yeah. All right, so... That's sort of local footy and soccer. Now, on to uh, worldwide soccer, firstly. Uh, mm-hmm. The English Premier League started up uh, last weekend, so yeah. we'll keep an eye on that moving forward. And up in the lead-up to the Soccer World Cup in November. We also recently saw, we didn't watch it, but we saw the result. The Women's European Soccer Final took place. England yeah. beat Germany. I'm keeping you up, aren't I? Mm-hmm. England beat Germany 2-1 in front of 87,000 people at Wembley. Wow. Well done to England on the win, but also getting that crowd. That's awesome. Well, cricket have done it before. They got 87,000 at the MCG. That's right. We were there. Yeah. We were there. And we've got our tickets to the men's T20. Yeah, do the World double. Cup in November. Well, whilst we're on cricket, mm. the hundreds about to start up. Oh, yeah. Hasn't it already started? Uh, I think it's already... Oh, Oh, maybe. Um, But in the county championship, Sam North East 
an English cricketer scored 410 not out. Um, the northeast of England <laughs> is actually more Scotland area, but the northeast of the United Kingdom is actually Scotland, so I don't think could have been playing in English county cricket. No, but his name is Sam Northeast. Ah, oh, I thought you meant he. <laughs> that's where he lived. Uh, Probably has God. a twin brother called Sam Northwest. It's like Simon Goodwin, the coach of Melbourne. Wow, well, they have been doing well lately. Or Simon Badloss, as we call him. <laughs> well, we used to call him. And what about Melbourne won a premiership? What last about year. the captain of Signet Footy Club, Deadrock? Oh. Livingstone. <laughs> Anyways, we, I think we're getting off track. Yeah, we are. So that's a little bit of soccer, a little bit of cricket. Footy news. Um, I just want to say something. You've got written down how the Pies won a close game over Port Adelaide <laughs> because they won like so many in that time because we recorded it, but then we didn't use it over the weekend. They won another close game. I by, t- by I tipped the demons. I didn't think that they could keep winning close games against they good won, opponents. They won by they like did. six points or five uh, points. Uh, seven. Oh. Seven, I think. It was over a goal or maybe nine. Anyways, it was under 10 points. Yeah. And so they've won 11 on the trot. It's quite close as well. Because I had written down here, 10 in a row, won this season by the Pies and the Cats who are still on their winning streak. Mm. The Cats beat our Saints to make it 11 and the Pies beat Demons to make it 11. And the Demons earlier in the season won that 10 in a row. So that's only the second time in history that three teams in a single season, have won 10 in a row. So 1932 was the only other time that three teams won 10 in a row. Um, And so this time around, it's the Cats' 14th time that they've won 10 in a row inside a season. They're number one. And the Pies, that's the 10th time. They're number two. Um, And there's a couple of teams that have never done it. Some of the... Um, expansion teams. I think the Bulldogs actually might have been one as well. Have the Saints done it? Yes, twice. Oh, oh yeah, in twenty both two thousand nine and two thousand and four. The first ten we games won, of two thousand four. Didn't we win like nineteen in a row in two thousand nine or what? Yeah, I mean, it was. Yeah, it was up there, and then we lost against Essendon, and then there was another loss in the uh, regular season, and then okay. we lost the, the yeah. grand final, obviously. Anyways, yes. Um, so what about the Pies going back a couple of weeks against the Bombers? Yeah. The Jamie Elliott goal that was oh. amazing, amazing how Essendon had a shot for goal, hit mm-hmm. the post. Uh, they would have sealed the game. Hit mm. the post. Collingwood got a kick out under a minute to go. Yeah. Somehow they had two thirty players on the wing. Um, and then what was silly by Essendon? They had two defenders either side. But they were both, like, out past him. So he was just in the middle. Somehow he plucked the mark out while the Bombers defended. Like they should have uh, both it. went to him because, it, mm. because like, at that stage, you know there's 30 seconds left, so all you want to do is get the ball. Kill the ball. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, that and then they beat the Demons um, last weekend. So. And they beat Port Adelaide in between by yes. six points. That's right. So... 11 in a row, and out of those 11, like something like nine have been under 10 points. Something I think like they've that. won like their last five because before Essen, they beat Adelaide by 
I think, like, three points. And before that, they beat North Melbourne by seven points. Yeah. And so, yeah, the majority have been under ten points and then sort of a lot of them have been under one goal as well. Um, Whenever the Pies are in front, they're like, no, no, we can't have it this... We can't be this far <laughs> in front. Like, we've got to tone it down a bit. <laughs> That's a tactic, you reckon. And then... The Tigers versus Lions game a couple of weeks oh, ago. Yeah. Speaking of close games. Yeah. Talk that, us through that. Oh, the Lions, they're cursed at the MCG. They've lost like their last fifteen games there or something. They haven't won since uh two thousand thirteen or fourteen. Fourteen, I think, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they were up by how many? Thirty something. Forty two. Forty two. Wow. And uh then the Tigers came back and then the Lions then yeah. sort of came back in the, right at the end and looked like they were going to still maybe win and then the Tigers ended up pinching win. it. Yeah. Really good game though. Um, yeah, definitely one of the better games that I've watched this season. Um, mm. And that leads us into, will Tassie get a team? Uh, well... It's all the talk at the moment. It will be a bit weird because we'll be away in WA, so like... It will be hard to keep up. Mm. Like I'm saying, like we won't hear it. The new, like it will just oh, be. I'm sure we'll um. Yeah. We'll keep across it, but yeah, interesting because to see what happens. Because it's being made this month, and we're away from the twelfth. We're filming. The, we're recording this on the tenth of August mm. to the tw- us the twenty ninth. So we're pretty much away the whole month. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Except for the days before, but mm. it hasn't been announced yet. So. Yes. So, interesting times. We'll see what happens there. Um, just a couple of other bits of news. So, in tennis... Yeah. Um, Kyrgios and Kokonakis won a doubles tournament in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. And then... And then Alex D. Menor won the singles. And then Kyrgios won the singles in Washington. Just the last few days. Australia have right. been doing good in the U- doing well in the US. Yeah. And I wanted to finish on, unless you've got anything else, mate. No, I haven't. No? I wanted to finish on the Tasmania Netball League. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry to keep you up. <laughs> it's not six in the morning. So we had the grand finals of the TNL, the statewide league, yes. um, last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And the in the, um, what am I saying, the 19s division, 19 and under, um, it was Crips Waratah. From Hobart versus Devon, mm-hmm. from Devonport. Yeah. The games were out. Why aren't I just called Devonport? Oh, it's a very good question, mate. I'm not sure. Anyways, it's a re- it was a rematch of last year's grand final where Devon beat Cripps. Mm. Um, Cripps had never won the 19 and under trophy. They've been in the grand final like seven times oh. or something ridiculous. Um, I was looking at the trophy the other day. It was, I think, 1993 maybe was the first time the 19 and under division was awarded that trophy. So I presume, because the league started in 1987, I think it was. So I presume for the first few years it was the Opens division only. Yeah. Um, Before they created 19 and under. Why well, isn't so, under 19? Like, just... I, 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 well, well, actually... Well, what, soccer's silly, I yeah. think, because you say, like, under sevens, but you can be seven well, or under. Um, why isn't net, the 19 and under under 20s? 
Because everyone's under 20. Anyway, you call it 19s and it's you can be 19 years old or you can be under. Anyway, <laughs> the point of the story is epic game, not the you know most high-scoring, free-flowing free game as is sometimes the case in grand finals. And it can be, you know, a very tense, tight tussle. Mm-hmm. How many... T word objectives can get in this. Um, in the TNL, Tasmanian <laughs> Netball. Anyways, very close. Um, Cripps was slightly on top most of the game, like on the scoreboard. Yeah. But in the last quarter, goal for goal for the last five or so minutes. Yeah. Um, Devon equaled it with about twenty seconds to go. Oh, no. Probably under 20, even. I've got some video of it. And 20 and under. <laughs> oh, Oliver. And uh, Cripps sent a pass, so they quickly got it back to the centre. There was about 13, 12 seconds on the clock. They got it forward, obviously, as quick as they could. But, I mean, you still got to be careful in that scenario because you don't want to just throw a long ball and get turned over and then they, they might score. get a chance that's right to throw it back the other way. So they got it down there. Ash Turner, who, for those netball followers, know that she's doing quite well. She's been selected in the national uh, development squads and things not, like that. Not bad for someone out of the TNL, which isn't, like, the highest standard league. Like, so, hmm. like do other states have state leagues? Well, obviously they do. Can I finish my story? Okay. Anyway, Ash Turner, one of the better up-and-coming netballers in the state, uh, got the ball, uh, so she's a, a goal attack, I think she was, she was a shooter or her attack, um, got the ball in the circle, a few metres out, it was a bit hard to see because I was sitting up the other end, but she did seem to be a little way out, so um, yeah, straight in front, but a few metres back and had to put the shot up, you know, she's only a couple of seconds left, it bobbled but went in and then the hooter went. So they won by one goal, Crips. Mm-hmm. Wow. Basically with a second to go on the clock, essentially. Yeah. Um, to break their curse of never having won the 19th. So well mm-hmm. done to them. Great effort. Um, friend of the show, Ella Marsh, uh, was in the Crips team, who also plays cricket for North Hobart, um, who'd also won won a couple of premierships earlier in the year with North Hobart, the T20 she's and the one-day premiership. So like, do her clubs good? And, you, you know, if you're early, you sort of, you know, you're on cloud nine. She just won TNL and, you know, up and about and family's all happy and everything. Well, 24 hours later, her dad, Dan, assistant coach of the Australian women's cricket team who won gold in the Commonwealth Games. So, thanks, Dad. You know, just won TNL premiership, got a premiership medal. And then her dad, buddy... Goes and helps the Australian team team win gold. <laughs> Anyways, um, then in the Opens division, it was the Northern Hawks, unbeaten season, oh. had not lost a game, playing against Cripps. Oh, I know who, who wins. <laughs> who had beaten Cavaliers, who had been a clear second. So it was an upset in the prelim final. Cripps beating Cavs to make it in, and... Uh, Unfortunately, it was pretty one-sided. Yes. The Hawks won 68 yeah. to 36 uh, in a dominant display, as the scoreline suggested. And the GOAT, Ash Moore, 
well, I call it the GOAT anyway. Um, Ashmore won the player of the, the final. Um, and it was uh, Chanel Byers in the mm. 19. So. Um, well, done, just, well done to those two teams. I just want to say, Ellen Marsh just needs to get in for Victoria 2026 and then she, for the netball and then she can actually win goal. Ah, that's a good point. We'll say that to her. I'll let her know that tomorrow when I see her. Very good. All right, well, we better finish up because that's 40-odd minutes and yeah. um, that might do us, I reckon. Yeah. Well, thanks, mate. Thanks for listening, listeners. <laughs> Love the energy you brought today, mate. You yep. did really well. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a 9 out of 10. Okay. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Um, yeah, probably probably a 2 out of 10 for Maggie, the cat. <laughs> still here. She's still sleeping. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, maybe next time she can say something. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you, and we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you.